Welcome to Talking Business. In this series of podcasts, I hope to give you some ideas based on over 40 years working for various organizations in industry. In series one of Talking Business, we're going to look at your big project, avoiding the mistakes of others. This is the project that is going to change the face of your organization. If you get it right, the new dawn will be so wonderful, you will wonder how you ever managed before. But if, as many do, you get it wrong, then there will be pain and anguish for many, particularly those who've had nothing to do with the project, as people will look to them to be the scapegoats. Part one. Should you do it, the A to Z are things that you need to ask yourself. A is for ability. Do you have the resources to properly carry out the project? Do you have the staff capable of delivering what you need? If you don't, then you need to think seriously about this project and how you can go about it. A is also for acquiescence. You have to ask the question, will your staff do what is right for the company, rather than trying to look for the easy option, which is probably doing what they do today. B is for best practice. How well do you understand the concept of best practice? Do you know what best practice is in your industry? Have you a best practice programme in your company? Will the project that you're considering support and reinforce best practice? Because if it doesn't, forget it. Now we come to the C word. A word that a lot of people try and avoid. Because C is for customer. Will your project improve your customer experience? If it doesn't, I really do suggest that you need to go away and reconsider your project. C is also for commitment. Are you committed to the success of the project? Will you give it everything to make sure it works? Is your senior management team committed to the success of the project? Will they make sure it works? Are all your staff committed to the success of the project? Because they're critical for making sure it works. No matter how committed everybody is, you will have difficult moments during the project. D is for damage. Have you considered the damage that will arise to your organisation if your project isn't a success? You need to make a list of all the things that could happen if there's a problem and then ensure that you have proper plans in place to mitigate all those issues. Bad projects have resulted in the loss of customers, the loss of sales, the loss of reputation, the sale of the company, and even closure. Do you want to join that list? E is for elasticity. How good are you at controlling scope creep? Remember also that if you're employing consultants, they make large profits from scope creep. Because the new requirements weren't part of the initial scope, and therefore weren't part of the work that was quoted for. 
F is for focus. Everybody from the top to the bottom of the company has to have a clear focus on the project and their role in ensuring its success. If they don't, you'll have problems. G is for grim. That's the outlook for your business if your project isn't a success. G is also for grin. The fixed false grin on your face. When you have to make announcements about the amazing project progress being delivered by a stunning team on time and under budget. Even though the reality is the opposite. H is for harmonisation. This is often used as an excuse for a costly project. Because once we do this, we'll reduce the maintenance costs on our systems. Once everybody has realised that the new system doesn't actually deliver any cost savings over the old system, you will be told that the benefit of spending all the money is the additional functionality that you have in the new system that wasn't available to you in the old system you will find that people will always find reasons for justifying everything. Challenge those reasons. I is for it. It's essential to stop us getting caught by the XYZ bug. It's time we had a new system because this one's obsolete. IT's got lots of people with nothing to do. Let's get them to build a new system. J's for journey. Do you understand the size of the journey for your organisation? The journey is going to be much bigger than most people think. Do you have a map of the journey? A map of the journey will be delivered by having concise process maps of where you're going, what the new state is to be. J is also for JFDI. An expression I hope you will never hear in any of your projects. Because this is the utterance of a project manager who is in complete and utter despair. A person who knows it's all going very wrong, but hasn't got any idea why. JFDI is used when the project manager is unable to explain why something should be done. It's all about management rather than leadership. If you hear JFDI during your project, abandon hope. K is for kerfuffle. That's the commotion, disruption, disturbance, hoo-ha, turmoil, upheaval and uproar that you get from the project. Can your organisation manage through all this kerfuffle? Or will you end up as another K? Kaput. L is for legal. Once we have this super new system, we'll be able to do business legally. Are you really telling me that your operation is illegal today? Have you challenged everything that your people tell you needs to be in the system in order to be legal? I'm sure that there are some things that have to be there to make you legal or to improve your legal face. But go on, challenge them, because ultimately you'll save time and money and find out there's an awful lot of bullshit in what people are saying. M is for money. Can you afford it? Can you afford it if everything goes to plan? Can you afford it if there's a slight cost overrun? 
can you afford it if there's a catastrophe and things go really wrong? N is for no. It's a very short word. It's only two letters. But it's not said nearly often enough. If you don't keep saying no throughout your project, you'll have an unbelievably elastic scope. And possibly you might get to the stage where you never complete the project. O is for overtime. A big project generates lots of it. Are your staff willing to work the long hours? O is also for ownership. Who owns the project? Those who own delivery of the project must be from your company. They are the only people who are going to be credible with the rest of your company and they are there for the long term. So ask yourself, do they have street cred in the company? Are they respected by others? You need leaders, not managers, if you are to succeed. And if you don't know the difference between leaders and managers, then you shouldn't be running this project. P is for project partner. And I can assure you that cheapest is not the best. Ask them what experience they have. Also ask them for reference customers. Go to those reference customers, really check them out. Because I can assure you that if you have the wrong partner, they will cost you a lot of money. I have seen brilliant partners, I've seen mediocre partners, I have seen the truly awful partners, and the wrong partner can kill your project. P is for project management. Okay, you've got some project managers coming in with a string of degrees, but how good are they in reality? Do they know your company? Do they know how to get things done? Can they motivate people? Are they leaders? Or do they just have a string of degrees? Q is for question. It's your organisation. Therefore, ask lots of questions and listen to the, any advice that you can get. Question everything that people want to add to the system. It's going to cost you more money. It's going to reduce your profits for a while. So, you need to find out whether all these additional things are in the long term going to make your business more secure. R is for reliability. Out of interest, how reliable is your system today? How often does it fail? This new system that you're being offered, how much more reliable will it be? Let's be honest. S is for SAP. I'm not advertising the SAP brand, but this is an example of a frequently used solution that may or may not be suitable for your organisation. Whatever solution you choose, please listen carefully to those with the experience of implementing it. I will repeat that. Whatever solution you choose, please listen carefully to those with the experience of implementations. Some SAP implementations have brought companies to their knees, not because there's anything wrong with SAP, but because the company implementing the system ignored their advisors. They refused to change. They stuck their heads in the sand. They thought they knew better. You don't. 
S is also for statutory. This is another one rather like legal. It's used as an excuse to try and force you to do the project and during the project to add endless extra elasticity. T is for tax. Just like legal and statutory, it's used as an excuse to try and force you to do the project and then during the project to get you to add yet more endless extra elasticity. Go on, challenge people, make them prove it, because ultimately you'll save time and money. T is also for team. Probably up there with the customer as two of the most important things. Does your organisation have the quality of people needed for the project team? Have they got the experience, the knowledge, the willingness? Are you willing to support the team through thick and thin? Will you give them the independence and authority to deliver what is needed? Not what people have today. T is also for training. Are you prepared to carry out all the training that will be needed in new processes, in new systems, and give an explanation of why this is all necessary, not just show people how to do keystrokes in system training. They really need to buy into it, so they need to know why they have to do it. U is for unique. Will your project make your company unique in the market? Will it enable you to offer us something that your competitors can't offer? It may be a service. It may be the way you interface with your customers. It may be something that you can do to make people come to you rather than other people. V is for vanity. So many projects are vanity projects. They cost lots of money. They tie up the business. They're a distraction. There's no positive gain for you. However, of course, your competitors probably make hay whilst you're tied up in your project. Be honest. If this is a vanity project, kill it. Kill it now, before you end up spending lots of money on things you don't need or you're never going to achieve. W is for weariness. Make sure your team doesn't burn out. If it does, your project will take longer, cost more and deliver less. Be aware of wariness in your project team. X is for exceptions, the driver of elastic scope. I remember sitting in one company where somebody said in a meeting, I now understand why there's an X in this company's name. It stands for exceptions. All these exceptions... Stamp on them. Why is for years and years, are you prepared for the length of time it's going to take to deliver the proper solution for your organisation? Z is for... The rest that your team will need when it's all over. Talking Business is produced by the Mr. T Podcast Studio in association with SFRD Services Limited. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be in two weeks' time.